Hello and welcome to Astronomica. Our 10 seconds of silence that we always do for our room noise was uh, 10 seconds of silence dedicated to Joe Rogan. Only because we figured if we would shut the fuck up, maybe he would too. <laughs> so here, here. <laughs> On behalf of the Astronomica podcast, we wish Joe Rogan a speedy recovery from horseworms. Listen, you guys, we, we like to joke around and we like to poke fun, but I think all of us can get together and sincerely and wholeheartedly wish Joe Rogan's intestinal lining a happy new freedom as it escapes his body and sloughs off down into the sewer system. Oh, geez. Remember, we had that conversation about graphic. not very graphic. not wishing violence upon That's on the people. Discord. That's, that's, that's not oh. violence, that's yeah. nature. Oh. And also, that's self-inflicted. <laughs> I mean, fair. I, I have our official position on Joe Rogan. We hope that he recovers barely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool. And while... You and we contemplate all the ways that our current timeline is just fucking nuts. I'm Kristen. (laughs) I play Dr. Hildegard Hypatia-Cade, ship's communications officer and um, moral center (laughs) of both the crew and the podcast. Hmm. Eh. Can I get a you are empirically incorrect, (laughs) just for the record? That is empirically incorrect. (laughs) Cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm she's here, just going to cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're never going to win an argument on mic with the editor. <laughs> <laughs> she holds uh, us hostage with her social violence. Look, man, Texas just declared I'm even less of a person, so I need to get my power where I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You can stay here safe in the progressive haven <laughs> that is Tennessee. Speaking of uh, of government like social violations, I also get my power from MLGW. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. That was a really solid Memphis joke for those of you uh, who are That's not the, the ten people in Memphis who listen to this podcast. The local power company. Uh, speaking of beans, who's that to your left? Ah, I am Katrina. I am currently playing Big Nikki, the assistant to the assistant head baker. Oh hell no! What the fuck's up, Katrina? What is going on? I'm playing a game. Good on you. You want to play the game? You just lost. <laughs> oh, no. oh, dag nabbit. Oh, no. Play Big Nicky, who just lost the game. Hi, I'm Cullen, and I play Anton. <laughs> I'm Colin, and I like Cullen's style, and I play Mackie. <laughs> I figure if I give it like a few months between, it, it stays fresh. <laughs> it's evergreen. Mm-hmm. I'm Jeff, and I play the MS Admiral Grace, the ship in which everyone bumbles around the galaxy, except right now everybody's on a planet and Grace is in dry dock, Uh, and Hopper, the semi-autonomous medbot who gets regularly overwritten by Grace. And that's the reason he's a bad person. Entity. (laughs) Not a person. I am not a person, but thank you for thinking so. (laughs) And I am Star Daddy, and you're welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, Star Daddy. And speaking of your welcomes, I already thanked everybody for coming to Nerd Camp and making it amazing, but I did want to open the floor to my compatriots, those who attended anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Everybody made very, very smart, conscientious choices about whether or not to come to Nerd Camp. I selfishly didn't want to share any of my COVID with you bastards. <laughs> I also have tiny vectors in my house. Yes. <laughs> Colin, would you like to rank the guests in order of best to worst? <laughs> okay. Do the Let's superlatives. See. Well, I think that the clear winner in terms of 
physical attractiveness, charm, foresight, uh, interpersonal diplomacy, and just all around indispensable to any good time is me. <laughs> and then after that, everyone's just kind of, you know, tied, the tied for a second. I'll take it. It's a Peloton. <laughs> and um, no, we had such a good time. There was this hilarious moment on the last night where, like, me and, like, all of the guests from out of town, all the people that none of us had ever met, I poured some scotch, and we were like, oh, what do we toast to? And the consensus was, wow, this could have been so bad. We were insane. We were insane to do this. And thank God it was not bad. This was great. That doesn't uh, even rhyme. Yeah. I can't. Both both you guys and the people from out of town were equally relieved to find out that neither of you were like cannibalistic. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. We had a joke Basically. about meeting in the yard as we were both going to each other's cabin to kill each other. <laughs> the hills yes. did not have eyes. <laughs> the, hills, the hills were just stone blind. <laughs> can, we, can we? So, Kristen, you weren't here for this part. We went out to breakfast like the last day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a weird. And it place. was a weird place, and it, it was wasn't a weird fucking place. Yeah. Oh, I was curious how that went because I was interested in going, but I was so exhausted but like i literally slept all the way home and then went inside and slept for another like five hours the uh the food was really really gross and the ambiance was fucking weird barn but the service was very much i'm gonna call you baby and so all is forgiven yeah Yeah, i was gonna say five stars the server we had was amazing but then like the the owner who was like hovering around Being folksy? Yeah. He was like, I'm about to die of folksy. And they had a lot of weird... <laughs> Somebody catch me. They had a lot of weird Trump memorabilia that we couldn't tell if it was pro or con. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's like, like, that ironic. That's weird. That's, that's was, really well dialed in. Yeah. 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 I showed up late, so I didn't have to deal with any of the weird stuff. I just like walked up, and they were like, hey, you missed the breakfast buffet. I was like, oh, well, that, that really sucks. And then the waitress, who's just like both the best like waitress i've ever had and possibly also the best person i've ever met was just like not don't worry about it baby i got you you want me to make you a hot cake and she came back with like a giant pile of every meat item that they had and then like eggs and then she sat down to eat her food and looked over was like hey do you want to eat something delicious i was like yes and um (laughs) she cuts her own personal pancake smothered in grape jelly or strawberry jelly in half and just gives me half of it. Oh that was the gosh. coolest thing. Yeah, she yeah. was she was wonderful. I and, think you uh, met you met the Buddha. Wow, yeah. maybe she was great. And uh, I thought the food was good. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Maybe I only ate the good stuff. She made because it was only because she made it. Yeah, yeah. you got it from the yeah. magical woman who, <laughs> yeah. like, she's the goddess of food. Yeah. yeah, don't don't eat any of the tourist grease. Yeah. Have some from my plate. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I, I do you don't like, want none of that, baby. <laughs> I do like the idea that several people who came down and met us were from Michigan, and on that, on in that moment, they got a true Tennessee experience. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. were in the hills. Did we you- still should have gone to Waffle House. Yeah. Oh, I'm that, also. By the way, I think that I figured out how we could we can con- collectively refer to the uh, the admirers of the podcast who traveled so far to meet us in the easiest and coolest way. Fans? No. <laughs> no. 
Mr. Nashville and the Detroit Three. Oh, <laughs> nice. oh that is pretty good. Oh, I, I know they're not actually from Detroit, but I just like saying Detroit, Detroit. So mm-hmm. can we? That also kind of sounds like a documentary on Netflix I couldn't watch on a sensitive day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I don't, it's kind of it sounds Mr. Like, Nashville and the Detroit Three. It sounds like a documentary that they would bill as being like all of these unsuspecting people go to a cabin in the woods in the middle of Tennessee, <laughs> and what they found will shock you. They get Fun. murdered by just Mr. Nashville. Fun. And new friends, <laughs> and what they find does indeed shock you because it's literally just nerds who go out onto the onto the porch and are like mm, outside. It's a M. Night Shyamalan will, movie, but the twist is just like everybody has a good time. I want to commend that was the that was the weekend. That was the M. Night Shyamalan twist was that everyone had a good time. It was great. I want to commend all of those attending for what was legitimately like some of the best rpg tabletop experience i've ever had like that dread game that uh kristen ran Mm -hmm. was like among like the single greatest role-playing experiences uh it was it was super fun everyone did a great job that's just because you like dying uh yeah (laughs) that's just that's canon you don't think i'm not a millennial but yeah i fucking am uh i also want to say that uh josh the synthy weasels fantasy flight Edge of the Empire, Star Wars, mm. one shot, renewed and replenished and refleshed, refleshed. Yeah, refleshed. That's this podcast. So my that, love of that system, yeah. and I, I really want to, I really want to like play more of that. But the good Damn news life. is, it was so rad and badass and enjoyable that obviously we will have to be doing it again. And uh, next time, we may even have the straight up unmitigated balls to call it Astronomicon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean... I mean, definitely. Hello, y'all. I figured we'd have a short conversation about what happened last week. You know, like a recap, if you will. Um, so, yeah, we learned that a group of people, companions forged in the fire upon the death log, could be easily torn down by suspicion and uh, infighting and all things that... Uh, Basically, it's just Hopper, really. He um, felt very suspicious of the convenience with which we were ambushed on our way to the Silver City, which, I'd like to point out, we were driving across an empty desert, literally kicking up bioluminescent dust the entire way than you could see for miles. But he did suspect Brianna, and uh, some conflict arose. He got shot, you know, and then uh, we decided to medicate her and interrogate her for a while, and then she took a great nap. In the meantime, our new friend, Filbert Bashi, decided to descend from the cave at the behest of Dr. Cade's drone, and we engaged in a traditional Lagujian greeting, wanton fisticuffs. <laughs> he seems like a pretty cool guy, though. I don't know. I like him. You know, and um, we formulated a game plan, and now we're heading in to finally confront the Goonies. All right. So before we get into the action, I hit a goal. Yay! Did you turn into a real girl? I am worried about saying yes on the off chance that real girl is some sort of trademarked name for a sex doll. No, that's real doll. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then no, yes. I, no, I'm just noticing <laughs> I mean, that you, I think you're a real doll, but you not a real doll. Uh, you don't seem to be as wooden as you were. It's true. Formerly, it's and your true. joints... Don't seem to be hinged. And I, your nose has gotten much shorter. I did gain a certain amount of <laughs> lubrication. But, um, uh, so, the uh, goal that I accomplished was to find the Goonies. Hey, 
So, so that was somebody else's goal. Too. I feel like I'm not alone in that goal. Okay. Hang on real quick. I don't want to rain on your parade, but having been attacked by them, I mean, in the very loosest definition of finding them. Dude told us they were right up there. I mean, and technically, we also- you, you have put eyes on the Silver City, so you yeah. have found the Goonies. Yeah. Okay, fine. I feel a little bit better about all this. Um, okay. So my next goal is going to be to communicate with the Goonies, and I want to explain why I think this is a good goal and not a gimme goal. Okay. So we have established from all of our uh, folks on the ground that the Goonies do not just, you know, communicate with the same language as the rest of the people we've talked to, and that they have even dismissed, if not openly scoffed at the idea that we might communicate with them. So... There is a certain level of complexity, at least according to the other people we've talked to. The other thing to say is communication is not just like go up to a person and be like, hey, how you doing? And then they grunt at you. Communication requires a certain level of we know that there's information that's being passed between people and that both groups of people are more or less understanding what's going on. So this sounds very simple, but I think based on what we've established about the Goonies in the setting, it would require a bit more work to achieve. Mm -hmm. And also, it's a good goal for, you know, a linguistics yep. doctor I agree. person. Okay, well, in I the guess... meantime, both of you take an experience point, please. <clears throat> cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that my goal is that pending actually meeting them and like them not just killing us, mm -hmm. I'm kind of open to uh, Bash's agenda. He's interested in exploring the Silver City and seeing if there's a way to make it produce water at ground level and things like that. Mickey wants to build an oasis. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is his goal. It might not happen, and that is fine. Can I real quick, I said something in our last game that I think might not make much sense without the necessary context. So I want to say, when I said that the stations use essentially a spike drive... Mm -hmm. I want to be clear that what a spike drive is in this setting is the warp core of a Star Trek vessel. It's a power station okay. that accesses metadimensional space to pull energy out of another dimension into this one, which it okay. then uses. So that's the parts that are relevant to it being like a power supply. Mm -hmm. Don't picture the thrusters on a rocket, but rather gotcha. the big uh, engine that's producing energy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the name and kind of concept of Filbert Bashy was a patron submission from somebody that Jeff knows. They have been looking forward to this ever since Sweet. we landed on this planet. Nice. So <laughs> they think it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. The real Bashy, I think, is a ranger, ranger in yeah. Dark Sun, right? Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah. One XP for meeting the or finding the Goonies. And uh, just a refresher for everybody, what's everybody else's sitting, what goal are you guys all sitting on? Overthrow Staz Romero. Mm -hmm. well, that's my long-term goal, but my short-term goal is to recover the gasoline and get that back and give the, I'm not going to say sponge munchers, those people, their water. The mongos. The mongos. Yeah, but mongos also doesn't feel good to say. I, yeah, it doesn't. But that's yeah. their name. That's, yeah, but, we established but Stan that's... decided that that was their name, and I'm still not super happy with but them about that. But also, Stan is them. Yeah. So it's fair. We like to be called mongos. What, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> the surface-dwelling Croceans in this location? Sure. <laughs> the peoples from whom we acquired our death wag. We'll do a quick cut back to the Mongo camp, and they're all laughing, and they're like, I told them we were called Mongos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Does Mongo actually mean something yeah. that's that like... That motherfucker wanted no know <laughs> <laughs> You don't just tell a motherfucker you all <laughs> 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 Oh, Lord. 
Mongo is an ancient Croesian term meaning someone with large and attractive genitals. Uh, <laughs> Big Nikki, do you have any goals? One was definitely to assist these crazy people. Right, to keep them alive, I believe, was to your... keep them alive. Yes. And to be a part of it, to assist in getting them out of this alive. Mm-hmm. I think it was also to learn more about themselves. Mm. And that's very vague, but I think it was more get in touch with their possibly bongo root. Right, got it. Nikki, you goonie! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Nikki is the missing link between goonies and mongos. Oh, shit. Uh, I discussed a giant <laughs> beast of a person. Hey. We haven't talked about what's under them robes yet. Nikki, listen, I need you to do it's something for me real quick. Nikki's on each other's shoulders. <laughs> oh, my God. Nikki, uh, it's going to sound weird. Don't think about it. Just, can you say a word for me? I, I think so. Probably, yeah. Say the word, die. Die? Okay, she's not a goonie. <laughs> <laughs> she's clear. We're good. Oh, Proceed. Oh, oh nice. God. Colin. Oh, God. <laughs> that was so good. Hey, look, the Silver City. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was excellent. That wasn't applause. That was the sound of me masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Furiously with lubrication. Well, now, Next time, obviously. can I sit on the other side of the table? <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't matter. <laughs> hey, 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 start Eddie. Yeah. Hey, you wanna you wanna save us? Yes. Yeah, please. <laughs> well, I wanna save myself. And... Okay. But take it away. <laughs> All right. So you guys are at the mouth of uh, this holler in the mountains, kind of a an open-ended valley that leads uh, back into kind of the next range line. And you see the big disc of the Silver City kind of slumped like a melted paper plate, styrofoam plate, like against the wall and floor of this valley. There are large cracks in it. There are openings in the side. There are the vehicles parked outside, which we discussed uh, previously. And that's uh, what you guys are headed toward. You can see a large black cylindrical object that appears to be the tanker that the gas is in. It's on a trailer like you would expect to be pulled by a semi-truck. And it's out kind of in front of the main entrance to the uh, Silver City. Does it look like it's hooked up to anything? No. Before we go too much farther, I want us to remember we talked about going in with a show of force with Anton up in the fighter. Mm. So I just want to confirm that we did that or that we did not do that. Oh, well, actually, before we jump full on into that, I did want to ask a question of Filbert. Okay. Didn't get enough last time? Hey, well, no, I actually, um, I was just curious because you seem to have whatever passes for rapport with, uh, with these people. Do you have any way of approaching the camp with some sort of sign that, that shows that you uh, are not coming in hostile? You know, any sort of like signal that you give these people to... You know? No, they just know me. I think it is very simple. We must all adopt charming, winning personalities like Bashy here. Is that fucking sarcastic? I don't know. If you can't tell, maybe you're not smart enough to get it. Well, I, I, the robot's never sarcastic, obviously. No. Right. And before you tell us, we know it's a setting, okay? <laughs> but it is a setting. You I, could just flip the switch. I feel... Well, I can do it for you if you, you would want. Phil, where's your flag? My, I know you got a flag. I don't have a flag. You don't have a flag. Phil, I've got that's my lanyard. Flag. Flag. You got your lanyard. Let me see your lanyard. It's a white and blue lanyard. That says Dram. Okay, I want to take this lanyard. Phil, can I have it, please? He hands it to you. 
and I'm going to take this lanyard and just hang it off of uh, the side view mirror mm-hmm. on the outside of Deathwag. See if it works. Okay. It's official. I mean, I can approach alone if, uh, you know, I'm not a fucking prisoner or whatever. I mean, is You're he not a prisoner? A prison? Yeah, I didn't think so. I mean, yeah. we don't, for the record, Sweet. we don't appreciate you shooting at us. That wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. You want to ride I in the crow's nest? Being agents of the fucking Sky King. Well, I mean, I mean hey, hey Mickey, go, go check out the thing over there real quick. I do want to fucking kill what, that guy. What, 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 we are totally we're going good. to kill that guy. Yeah, that's great. Like the whole fucking plan. Anton, huh. I didn't see nothing over there. What were you talking about? Oh, nothing. Just you know, <laughs> talking about how cool, uh, uh, how cool the Sultan is. Oh no, someone is opening the oven door on a quiche. Uh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke. You'll flatten it. All right. <laughs> It'll okay. collapse. I have three suggestions. One, we roll in slowly in Deathwag for cutie, but we put Filbert up in the crow's nest and. You know, so he's and the first thing they flag? say. Kind of use him as a flag, if you will. Me or one of us, one of the Admiral Gracies, Filbert and Big Nicky approach the Silver City on foot, and we wait for the all clear to uh, join them. What do y'all think? I like both of your three options. Oh, the third option, <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. Uh, the third option is that we just turn back with our tails between our legs like cowards. Well, don't like that one. Mr. Mackey, I like the idea of uh, going in slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, do you? I believe that. <laughs> God damn it! I believe that these entities. Um, I refuse to believe. I'm sorry, Mr. Bashy, that the Wu Tangs is the appropriate term, but that these entities are likely to have um, a little bit more going on than we have been led to believe, and I think that approaching slowly with some people on the ground may be beneficial. Big Nicky, you up to go meet the Goonies? I mean, yeah, we're all born of fire, <laughs> grown of scale, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a, a question? So we talked about the Goonies being blue, right? Um, I think we talked about them being all different. So like yeah. some of them okay. are blue. I also think the whole blue thing was a stray joke that somehow yeah. became... Yeah, right, right. That, the joke, was like, that was the joke about joke. Clifford yeah. being a big red dog, and then me being like, no, I don't know what you... No, he's blue. So Big Dicky, we're assuming, is uh, more humanoid, but large. Mm-hmm. Could they be maybe disguised? We're uh, wash in flour and <laughs> fillings and whatnot, to maybe not say much... Maybe that's the end. Is that uh, old Philbert? Philbatch? Big Nikki, even at her size, would be pretty small for a Goonie, but possibly could pass for like a small Goonie. Maybe found a, a stray in the desert. We a- found one of your babies, and we brought it back to you. Put her in a diaper. I don't know. It seems to me that we don't need to be... I, I don't Was think that, that we need to, to sort of like pull any wool over anyone's faces. I think if we go in with someone that they know as being okay in a non-confrontational way, we're likely to have at least an opening. Right. Um, I think that we should strap okay. Filbert to the front of the truck and put some sort of metal cage around his mouth. <laughs> that way they will know that even the one that is known to them is not a threat. What could be more peaceful than that? I guess it makes sense. I'll uh, I'll stay grounded for now. Um, because we're yeah we're trying not to go in super aggressive. So I think having a well, if that's the know, case, Big Nicky is definitely going to want to grab like everything possibly prepped and just walk out with a big tray and offering like this is their like way to get in with everybody 
Okay. Yeah, let's, let's, hey, let's uh, be Nikki, nice. Nikki, I know uh, you don't want to pass off someone else's work as your own because you are a being of pure honor, but maybe take a few of these burritos. They were a big hit with that other guy. What's a, what's a burrito, Matt? Matt? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, wait a minute. Anton oh, hey. hasn't given you a burrito yet? Anton, um, give Nikki a burrito. A, what the fuck? Of course. But, a, um, but like a burr? Like a burr? Eating? You know, I'm yeah. just saying we could go direct to the source. Fucking open a channel to Grace. Get Nolan Ryan P. Jr. here to give Nikki the fucking spiel about the whole thing. Uh, he'll that explain works. it better than I will. Okay. Hopper walks over to Big Nikki and uh, extrudes an, an injector and uh, whips it into one meat pie. If things go south, throw this at one of them. <laughs> Make sure it hits them somewhere near their mouth. Hmm. What, what did you just add? We don't fiddle with the recipes. Grace. It's love. Love. Don't, well, you know, that's do not eat it. Do not eat ingredient. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The well, love is for them, for enemies only. Well, if it's just special, I'm gonna hold it off. I'm gonna put it right here in one of my pockets and continue with the tray. Y'all can toss some of them old burritos in there if you want, but that doesn't look good. <laughs> uh, but They're I not. mean, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> I mean, so let's just go on, Philbert. Come on. So we're decided. Dr. Cade, Phil Burton, Big Nicky, you're going to make the initial approach. We'll hang back. If there's trouble, radio us. If we can approach, radio us. I'm going to hang out in the crow's nest with uh, Brilliana. Well, no, I, I wasn't trying to remember their name. I was trying to, to decide whether or not it makes sense for her to also be up there. But, like, she's going to be out for hours. But Bashy was the one you were going to put him up in the crow's nest as a flag, I believe was the... Yeah, yeah. I will also be in the crow's nest, but, like, sort of taking cover and, like, okay. prepared to, you know, deal swift so mag rifle rounds. is in the crow's nest or going as a forward party? He's going in the forward party. He's in the forward party. Oh, okay, well, then I'm, gonna, I'm in the crow's nest alone, concealed. I mean, if you want me to, I'll, I'll roll stealth to see how well my concealment goes. No, that's all right okay. right now. I'll, I'll let you know if I need it. Um, okay. So we'd cross the distance? Before we get too far away from it, I actually need Katrina. Would you kindly roll me a D4? I have a pointy one here if you want it. I'm excited about the potential of us pulling a Gandalf gambit. Oh, no. This doesn't sound nice. That was a one. Mm Uh-oh. Okay, sometimes it's good because when he asks us to roll numbers, oftentimes it's like the amount of terrible things are going to happen to us. Mm -hmm. So... The constant reader will want to refer to the time we had a bunch of uh, ship malfunctions. Yep. This <laughs> is one. You go rolling up on the camp, and then uh, you so you stop short, and a greeting party hops out. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'd say that we're us and the Death Wag are staying well back. In fact, okay. I would prefer. Give me a number no, of meters. How about I give you? We are want to be basically out of sight okay i don't know that that's possible yeah i mean at the mouth of the holler you could be yeah yeah okay. and then big nicky dr cade and philbert approach on foot we have like communications with them before i go and before anton i know we keep doing a bunch of befores but before anton crawls up into the crow's nest mr anton oh uh, yeah what's up you have handled my drone in the past and so far have um failed to destroy it and so i'm going to trust you with it in this instance if you would please take control of my drone and keep a watch over us you have a range of two kilometers you can keep it at quite a level so that they will not necessarily be able to see the drone and that way you will be able to observe everything that happens i mean between that and my weird punk eyes i mean yeah we'll see every fucking thing that happens over here all right well, yeah i'll help out i believe 
leaves the drone has a little bit more going on than your weird punk eyes, but you are, I think, the optimal person to handle my equipment. <laughs> <laughs> As it was leaving my mouth. That's what Captain Jow said. Buddy <laughs> uh, does not get the joke. <laughs> Kristen gets the joke. <laughs> the the ha wasn't character, the actual Wait, laugh. I wanna hear I wanna hear Hildy go What? <laughs> uh yeah, no, seeing like Big Nicky's look of consternation at this exchange. Oh, do not worry. Mr. Anton is always like this. <laughs> I suspected. <laughs> if I may clear up the euphemism, she actually wants you to grab her controller and manipulate her sticks. I appreciate that, Hopper. Oh, no, to Mr. Completion. Hopper, there is no need to use any sort of sticks. It's only operated on a, on a data pad just like this. See, it's all digital. Oh, I understand. Just Anton, the last two times that Dr. Kate has handed you something and told you not to break it, she wanted you to break it. So clearly, she is asking you to break it. Well, now I'm confused. Fuck. She will tell you again not to break it. That will reaffirm the level of sincerity with which <laughs> she wants you to break it. <laughs> You know, sometimes I'm I can't just, tell if y'all are friends or not. <laughs> I'm just going to yes. do the drone thing and yeah. not break anything. We got this. It's fine. And then Big as the walking party sets out, I want to uh, We're family, if that helps. Oh, I hate them too. Yes, oh, we went right, into cool. an olive garden one time and left without paying the bill. And this is our curse <laughs> following us through the ages. No. All right. I have like a, like a fucking Captain Barbosa skull face <laughs> Anton with a breadstick. There is a little bit of distance to cross. So I'd like for um, uh, Big Nikki to offer pack mule status with Dr. Cade or old Phil like to uh, ride and stay rested on shoulders. Damn. Nice. Dr. Kate's fine without it, but uh, oh, thank you, Big Nikki. That is uh, much appreciated, but I find, and she kind of like pats her legs and shakes stuff out a little bit. It has been a while since I have been able to uh, really dig in to a, a field assignment, and I'm quite excited about this. As y'all leave, Mackie sidles up to Hopper. He's like, all right, now we've talked about gambling. Yes, Mackie. Let's talk about why this is a very interesting uh, situation. <laughs> we sent Dr. Cade. She is the most equipped to figure out how to communicate with these theoretically nonverbal giant weirdos. That is correct. But she's also the one most likely, if she can communicate them, to send them into a boiling rage. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to practice gambling, Hoppa. This is just friendly. All right. I would I'll like one gamble, please. <laughs> All right. I will put one gamble on she doesn't get them all killed. Will you take the bet? Yes, I will take the bet. Is that what you want me to do? Oh, okay. Um, shit. Hey, uh, uh, hey Maggie. It was up. What's up, Angel? I got, I got two gambles. <laughs> Blind rage and violence. <laughs> I will take the over on that one. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Maggie shakes Hopper's hand. It doesn't really work. It's just kind of like grabbing a fish and shaking it limply. <laughs> and then he pantomimes shaking Anton's hand. He gives you the, the, uh, the like hang ten fingers. He you, returns them. He's like, all right. He rubs his hands together. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> you, you're going to get Shank and uh, Squoidle in on this? If they want to jump in. <laughs> and Brilliana. Shank is, uh, you know, I've got experience in combat situations and I prefer not to gamble against my own crew. That's no Honor. fun, Shank. It's no fun. Okay, fine. I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean... I'm against it. Shank oh. Hey, everybody, check out Pete Rose over here. <laughs> Shank, your new name is Pete Rose. 
I have a question about Shank's inner monologue on this. Does it occur to her that she's a part of this crew because at one point she was uh, recruited by (laughs) That's. I mean, she was technically pressed into service. She was verbally Shanghai by Dr. Cage. I think that sways their opinion. She knows Hildy is the HR department and (laughs) Mackie is the guy that signs the paychecks. Well, Mackie's signature is on the paychecks. (laughs) Exactly. So what's Anton then? Is he just like the the guy that works in the other department? Yeah, he's the... uh, It's your cool older brother. I take the requirements from the customer and I give them to the engineers. (laughs) (laughs) He's the lunch lady. He's the The culture team. Okay. So we do. We set out. Does uh, Phil want to ride koala style, like koala backpack style? No. Okay, so... No one's being carried. I was hoping to save some juice, but fine. Fuck as, off. as they uh, <laughs> as they head off, Hopper, Mackie, I would like one more gamble. All right, lay it on me, Daddy O. I give you one gamble that Doctor Cade will come back with another weirdest member of the crew. Hmm. <laughs> You're on, buddy. Two gambles against. What's um? What's the metric for weirdest? Because are we talking like uh, one glo- of the glow weird- baby weirdest, or like are we talking like like Mackie weirdest, or like? You know, Mackie is not man. weird. Mackie is the pinnacle of human achievement. Maybe another Squirtle. How's that for a metric? He's not weird. He's great. I love Squirtle. I love him too, but he's weird. Isn't the greatest human by its nature not normal and weird? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, unless, well, it's a paragon. I don't know. <laughs> unless you measure greatness by being the absolute median. No, wait, mm. Stan, for you to drop that question in a table of people I know are all fucking gifted kids <laughs> is the rudest, meanest shit. We'll never get anything done. It's like dropping one chicken into a fucking swamp full of alligators. Yes, but also we're all self-admittedly real weirdos. So I don't That's think That's why that f- fan theory. It's a good time. Speaking of, of what Colin just said, we'll never get anything done. Stan has not prepared anything <laughs> beyond <laughs> this initial engagement. So he has to drop these statements in, knowing yeah. that he's going to... Everything that makes you guys spiral it's, off into nothing a, is... It's a flashbang. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. That is called advanced you remember when I asked you, Remember when I asked you at the top like what you guys were wanting to do? Yeah. And that was like, and it's been 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've had your plan in my head for 20 minutes while you fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's how I know what's going to happen next. Brilliant. <sighs> okay. Filbert, Big Nicky, and Hildegard, the away team. Yes. Mackie hands you all your red shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, try not to get any blood on this. We're going to need them later. <laughs> Big Nicky holds the shirt up, which is comically undersized. It says, I appreciate it. Tucks it in one of the thousand pockets. Hmm. It's okay. No one ever wears those for long. <laughs> you go trekking through the valley. <laughs> On a voyage of discovery. Yeah. <laughs> On a ten-year mission. Yes. Five-year mission, but yeah. <laughs> what, what's what's the uh, what's the prime directive of this? Just to fuck with shit. <laughs> Conscientious disruptors. The prime directive is rescinded. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. There you go. Janeway's in charge. You go heading up into the valley. You are walking through knee to waist deep, depending on your character's height. Cloudy, toxic grossness. The ground underfoot is a dry sand, kind of as fine as like ash from a fireplace. Just you can feel it in your boots as soon as you start walking through it. Is it coarse and irritating? No. No, it's welcoming and homey, and oh, it makes nice. you want to lie down. That uh, makes I was gonna... me wonder if it's like the muck at the it's bottom so of soft. a lake. 
Yeah, the fish. Like you step in and it squelches down. Mm -hmm. Or the the poppies. As we are walking, Hildy's going to get the glow baby out Mm -hmm. and just have it perch on her shoulder. Okay. Are you trying to pull a 3PO, make them think you're a god? Because I applaud you. I mean, my ways are mysterious. Truly, truly. I could inject you with something that makes you think you're a god. Oh, Mr. Hopper, that is much appreciated, but I think we both know that I am a god. I recognize the authority and existence of no such entity. Well, it's not my fault that your senses are faulty. Big Nicky looks over and says, can I paint your deck out? <laughs> I, I do not have a deck out. This is a oh, glow, that, baby. That little- Nicky would not recognize, like, it's not a puppy, but everything's a puppy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, it's a glowing... I think of it as being like Gumby, but in sloth form. It's kind of like, like the Pillsbury Doughboy without a head. It would just be like mm-hmm. a baby. Like, yeah. yeah. Can I pit? Can I pit? Can uh, I pit it? Certainly, Big Nicky. That seems to be okay. But um, it is entirely possible that there's some sort of um, radiation coming off of it. We just don't know. That's fine. I got a radiation of it. Come here. Hey. <laughs> and just a little boop on the nose, a little scratch behind what I imagine is the ear, and it's possibly the reproductive organ. I don't know. <laughs> Destruction protocol activated. Just we, like, we don't either. <laughs> You're cute. What's your name? It makes the cutest possible. Like, oh, you my, you tickled my nose. <laughs> what's, it, what's his It doesn't make any noises. It doesn't, have, doesn't have a uh, audio oh, yes. thing. Its name is uh, GB. My G-B? name is the Flesh Reaper, Destroyer <laughs> of Worlds. GB, what? GB? <laughs> Hi, little GB. GB. Jibs. Go, Jibs. Go, keep, keep, keep. GB. GB. Uh-uh. No, we don't do that here. <laughs> Big Nicky's a, a tiny bit distracted. Like, bread? I don't know, honestly. <clears throat> we found it on Glazer in uh, a hole. Me, it has no mouth, but it must gleam. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, nice let me, done. at this point, the away team has gotten far enough away from the group that you guys can't fucking talk anymore. <laughs> Agreed. We have all done. We Good. have, we have okay. radios. I mean, they're not on the radio. They can hear us though yeah. because of the. They can hear you, so it's really if, frustrating because you want to make jokes. But I just want to know if the drone is following. If the glow baby will take a teeny bite of a little uh, yeast roll, I will take an enormous bite of your face. Uh, Jeff, you have been promoted to glow baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is its t- internal monologue. Okay. <laughs> It's eternal, right. internal monologue. Because the thing, Big Nicky's a hench keeper, so always trying mm-hmm. to charm living things. So if the glow baby can take, the I glow do baby, not live. I only like, hate. The glow baby can appreciate a small gift the, or a gesture of kindness. The glow baby very cutely lets you put the yeast roll against its face. There's like a ripple uh, of its uh, face as if it's like making a nibbling motion. Like to comfort the same thing that Grace has been continuously doing, like yeah. like a uh, no, yum, yum. like a toy doll that eats. So Big Nicky will oh. just like go, oh, chibi chibi, chibi chibi loves the rollies. All right, and just a little pat, mm-hmm. and then but of course it doesn't actually eat the roll. Maybe even the pat like bothers it and irritates it. But we continue <laughs> to move on, and uh, Big Nicky is now completely sure that they understand right. that this glow baby. Is just like a duck hawk, just like a baby that they love mm-hmm. very yeah. much. It's a cutie pie. You guys actually didn't go down the corridor that had the glow daddy in it. Oh, <laughs> darn. That's gonna way be creepier. Soon. Yeah. Just imagine the shape. Yeah. It's a shape just like Stan, yeah. but it glows. It's going to be a Marshmallow Man. Stan doesn't glow for y'all? Mm. <laughs> so we're, we're all walking. Yeah. You're walking and you're walking and you're walking. Filbert. 
How are you feeling? I'm good. You heading home right now? You got somebody to go home to? Um, no. Oh. That's a shame. What'd you say, Dr. Kate? Oh, I was wondering, Mr. Bashi, you have mentioned that you have not really been able to communicate with these individuals. Uh, have you noticed them making any sort of gesture? You said something about um, the verbal language not perhaps being what you expected, but but do they use any other gestures or any other motions that you think might be communication? Um, they tap each other a lot. Like this? And uh, Big Nicky like, aggressively like pokes Phil in the chest. Kind of. How kind of, though? Like, like um, this and another aggressive like poke in the Okay, forehead. stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I like this and he pokes you. He holds his finger against you for a while and then like shoves you off and continues walking. Interesting. Okay. And when they do this, is this something that you see when one of them is crowding the other's space? It's hard to say why they do it. Uh, it's just that's the only gesture I've seen them make to each other that seems I to see, communicate anything. I see. You know, you really must tell your organization. What was it called? A, a dram? Yes. You really must have them improve their operatives linguistic studies. I think that uh, running a course with the uh, Reliquary Institute would be most beneficial because your data collection is, I have to say, severely lacking. Mm. Hold on. Dr. Kate, Dr. Kate, listen. Phil, tell me if I'm missing something. It seemed like when you poke me, you kind of like kind of pushed a little and then let back a little. You made a little pattern right there on, on my little chesticles. I'm that, sorry. it's been, I've been in the desert a long time. <laughs> but but what'd you say when you did that? What'd you say when you did that? Uh, I guess I was saying like this. Okay. Dr. Kay, put your hand out. Phil, show her on your hand what you just did. Uh, and so that yeah, she can see that, that it ain't just a poke, okay. it's more of a, a, a throbbing <laughs> situation. Show me on the glue, baby, Look. where the dram operative touched you. <laughs> Trying to figure this out. It's a puzzle. <laughs> Look, I, I'm just mimicking what I've seen them do. I mean, I, I don't know that you should read into my personal uh, vibrations. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't seem like good, good, good vibrations, you know. <laughs> I get excitations when... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, Kai, did you see it? It wasn't just a poke. It was more of a... Yes, I see what you're talking about, Big Nicky. Um, but I am looking forward to uh, getting to the Silver City up ahead and no. uh, observing for myself. I am very curious because it seems like there is no way these entities could uh, interact with each other on such a level and not have some form of language. All right. Bashy gets out in front of you guys. And uh, kind of raises his hands up where they can be seen. And you're coming up on the uh, Silver City, and what you can see is that this, um, the disc, if you picture kind of a, uh, I don't know, like the weight on like a barbell, like it has a, like a thickness, a uniform like thickness and a flat face. Okay. On, on like the edge is a, kind of a flat surface. Okay. So as you're approaching, you see the entrance in kind of that side, and at the entrance, earth has been shoved to make a kind of a ramp up to just like access this hole. Up on top, you see a Goonie on watch. This one looks largely human. He lacks the Abe Simpson balloon end thing on the top of his head. I don't know what to call that. Yeah. Abe Simpson's hair. Yeah, yeah. Can we you reasonably know? assume that Phil grabbed that top. lanyard? Yeah. Put it back on? Yeah. Before, okay. I'm sorry. And the, the Goonie that's on top appears to be dozing. He's kind of leaned against a little ledge. Kind of On the top, there's a lot of uneven parts that are kind of, because it was a floating station, this is like the roof of the station would have all kinds of like, uh, what do you call them? Aerials. Uh, sure. And... 
he's kind of leaned against one and uh, appears to be dozing. His eyes are closed. He's kind of almost an egg-shaped torso. Like You can almost see the shape of his skull. He's so thin Interesting. around the face. Okay. But then his body, yeah, kind of like balloons out. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, and two more are sitting at the entrance, like in, just inside the hole, and okay. they kind of appear to be in the same state, also uh, dozing. Okay. Do we see any... Like equipment that they're wearing? Beside the one on top, there is a, uh, what looks like a rifle. Hmm. Uh, just like before any exchange happens, before any communication or attempts thereof happen, I would like to, between Anton's cybernetics and the drone itself, scan every fucking nook and cranny looking for another ambush. Okay. Give me a notice or a program. I don't have program, so we're going to go with notice... Uh, this is just going to be straight dice. I don't have anything pertinent to okay. add. And what attribute are you going to use? I mean, my only bonuses are in strength and dex, so it's, okay. it's like a so just an even non-starter. Cool. Unless you'd let me use shoot. Nope. Because I'm very good at that. <laughs> Shoot's a skill. Yeah. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. Is like I, I could I could shoot the drone's vision at things. You <laughs> 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 No, this is uh this is just dice. All right, Bruna Shelley. Uh, actually, uh, so that's seven. Okay, not bad. Yeah. You scan the surroundings, and I'm going to give you a bonus. Uh, I'm going to give you a plus one from the optics suite on the drone. You do not Sweet. detect any any kind of ambush. It doesn't appear that there are any like goonies outside of the three that I've mentioned. Are you just saying that because my dice were average? You don't know. Yeah. Can the drone's camera feed be uh, broadcast to, like, my data slab and, like, hoppers? I vortex? would imagine, I mean, if Anson's in charge of the drone, he's live streaming all data that seems even remotely pertinent to everyone. Yeah, like, all his Insta followers are thirsty for content. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so, basically, if this is a crashed Aerostat city, which is sort of like the one that we came from, I know that they were heavily armed mm-hmm. to discourage, like, interplanetary raiders not always successful, and I assume they were also armed against each other. Do there appear to be armaments on this, functional or non-functional? From this angle, you don't see any. Okay. There don't appear to be any on the roof anywhere. Okay. But the hole in the side that they're using as a main entrance is, like, scored and charred and looks like it was probably damaged from combat. How does this one compare to the way the other ones look? Does this seem to be basically the same size-wise, design-wise? Does this one seem like it was intended for anything different? No, it looks pretty much the same. In fact, you feel like it's probably a uniform model. And so it was probably a good idea to send Big Nicky because the interior you expect is probably identical to. Okay. And one last question, and this is not actually pertaining to the Silver City, the one that's crashed. Are the Aerostat cities also armed, armored, and prepared to defend against threats coming from the planet's surface, or is it only against each other and things coming from space? And do I need to roll for that? You don't need to roll for that. They are armed to defend from flying craft. Okay. And a flying craft that went underneath, they could still fire on. Okay. So presumably something attacking from the surface, they could still fire on, but... So, like, on the surface, they'd be at a severe disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, so... But they don't seem to have, like, air-to-surface armament for fighting, like, against tanks or anything. Okay, cool. Awesome. Anton does have his uh, scope and rifle trained upon the Goonie that has the, like, rifle and shit. Okay. Just readying an action outside of initiative doesn't really matter, but with the intention of, like, if, if shit goes down, he's shooting. Okay, so because you guys have established that you were, like, 
roughly like almost out of sight. I'm going to say that you're past the longest range, which is going to be like a huge penalty if you do have to shoot, but we, you can have a bead on him. That's fine. Unless All you have right. a sniper rifle. Sniper rifle has like a thousand I was meter. Gonna say, I've, I've got a, I want to say 600 meter range, but okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know. Let's say 750 meters or so. That so was the question I was going to ask earlier. <laughs> at this time, Big Nicky is absolutely encumbered with giant trays of like offering mm-hmm. and is going to saddle over high felt. Philly Billy, yeah, Philly Pants. Yeah. Hey, can you let them know we're cool, please? I'm, I'm working on it. Can you tell them that I have treats? I can't tell them anything, but I'll try. <laughs> can I wave a treat? Sure. Big Nicky's just going to, as Philber gets closer, mm-hmm. Big Nicky's going to stop okay. probably 10 yards back okay. and just hold up a treat. What kind of treat? One of the meat pies. Okay. Actually, a meat pie and a burrito in one hand. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you fucked up. It was made from the rotting goonie flesh we got from <laughs> Michael Rooker. No, we didn't get any. Yeah, no. we I didn't know this because the, I was... And the special ones in my pocket, but just to hold up to be like, I don't know what they like, but here is a red one. And just hold up and just wait okay. for yeah. uh, Philbert to make that contact. All right. And um, Hildy, are you staying with... Hildy is going to stay with him, with uh, Bashy. Okay. And she's going to be quiet and observe. And what she wants to particularly observe is she is trying to watch interactions between the Goonies to see how they react to him. And also, if any patterns emerge that are linguistic patterns, basically. And so I'm ready to do a, like, notice check. Okay, cool. For that. So, Dilbert approaches when he gets... uh a little ways away from the entrance, he kind of clears his throat, makes a loud noise, nothing happens, and then he's uh, then he's kind of like, "Hey, hey!" <laughs> <laughs> and then the goonie that's on top of the structure suddenly his whole body shape—it's like he squeezes his torso and his head like fills in. Oh, cool! So like where he looked like he was skin and bone, like is now fleshy and yeah, plump. Like when he was resting, everything like soft tissue sagged, right. and when he came to attention, the soft tissue exactly filled yeah. up. Okay, yeah. interesting. It's like a water balloon around a skeleton almost. Yeah. So he uh, he kind of pops up and opens his eyes and uh, reaches for the rifle mm-hmm. and kind of points it down at Bashy, but doesn't like do anything else. Okay. And Bashy waits a beat. Then he starts approaching some more. You can see the Goonies now standing up at the entrance. And he stops kind of at the foot of the ramp that leads up into the hole and looks back at Big Nicky and gestures for you to come on over. Big Nicky will scoot right up behind. Mm-hmm. I feel the cold. I think so. You think they want a meat pie? I wouldn't know. Go ahead and offer them fun, Big Nicky. I think this would be interesting and uh, all things must eat. And Big Nicky is going to take a moment, drop the burrito, because Big Nicky assumes that burrito is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take the meat pie in one hand and sort of shake it. Okay, and is this is the meat pie response? made with love? Uh, not the meat pie made with love. <laughs> okay. That is uh, hidden in a yeah. pocket. Mm-hmm. So this is just a straight up, just like protein and pastry. Uh, Big Nicky, perhaps if you break it open so that they can smell it and also can see the inside... Just in case this is something they are not familiar with. Okay. Can I just remind you, player to player, because I care about you, real quick, that um, Dr. Cade has expressed ad nauseum that she is more than willing 
to die herself in the pursuit of touching the weird squishy alien thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that applies to you as much as it does to her. That is currently in my mind. (laughs) So at this moment, one meat pie in hand, the goonie up top, how Mm -hmm. far? How far up? Oh, up on the up on the top of the thing. Uh-huh. Maybe it's maybe ten meters high. Okay, we'll wave it mm-hmm. and yell. Y'all want some good good? <laughs> Any response? It looks down at you and its face kind of ripples. So not a response. Uh, recognize at all. Hmm. <sighs> Big Nikki's gonna go. Well, hail. And it kind of it comes over to the edge, so it like leans over to watch you as you come up to the entrance. Big Nikki's gonna take that meat pie. Mm-hmm. Take a little nibble out of the corner, just mm-hmm. arp, arp, just not the good stuff, just to mm-hmm. bite it, and then huck it. Okay. Up to and I'll roll any check you want. Yeah. How about a? Initiative. You can you can roll an exert or you can roll to hit. Shoot. What? Shoot. Treat, this is a grenade, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Same rules as throwing a grenade. A grenade of love, <laughs> except this isn't. The, no, this isn't the love one. Oh. And can I, I just say that, like, right if, if it were me, if you're ever in this position where I'm the Goonie, mm-hmm. you cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I could be defending like a post-apocalyptic <laughs> compound, and you could show up in like a bloodstained clown suit. <laughs> but if you had like a plate of cinnamon rolls, I'd let you in. Well, like, yeah, come, come on in. As so we on. talk about pastries, I also love sugary treats, and we'll do all kinds of nonsense. Oh. I heard. So that's a uh, two sixes, but I have nothing in shoot, which would be a disadvantage of one. Okay. Was there another one? Exert. You- Same thing. Uh, but it's eight. Nice. Uh, you fling it up. And uh, he kind of has to lean over the edge, but he reaches out. It's almost like his um, like his joints disconnect uh, so that he can stretch his hand out a little farther. And he snatches the meat pie and pulls it back. It's all squished between his fingers. Mm-hmm. But it's not oily or too greasy because Big Nicky is not Big fucking around. Yeah, Big Nicky's an expert, clearly. But he kind of brings his closed fist up to his face and is sniffing it and licking at it. And then he wanders back away from the edge. So no longer visible. Yeah. Uh, Big Nicky's gonna yell, hey, hey, hold up! Good, ain't it? <laughs> Good, ain't it? Hey, come back! Come back! Feel, why are they so rude? <laughs> Disrespectful. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know, there were two others that were just inside. Is there mm-hmm. any movement from them? Anything? They are anything from them. watching. You guys are pretty close to them. Okay. And they're just kind of like watching you and watching uh, Big Nicky's interaction with the guy on the roof. So is there anything that they're doing that I could roll my perception? You can make a, you can make a notice check. check sure. Or my notice check. Okay, cool. Uh, meanwhile, Jeff, what do you got? When the one on the roof licked the meat pie, mm-hmm. did it look like it actually opened a mouth? Or did it look like yes, the surface? Yes, it does, it does have a mouth. Yeah. Okay. It's a roughly human face. Like a kind of a deformed human Quick face. Hey, Jeff. What's it, the regular height for the goodies? I'm not good at feet to meters, so I'm just going to say in feet. Like, the guy on the roof is probably about nine feet tall. I'm going to do notice and intelligence, and that's going to add a total of two to my dice roll. Okay. Uh, I only got a six. Okay. You don't notice anything that could pass for language going on between them, but you do spot that from about the knee down, Mm -hmm. these, since they're up on the ramp and they're not concealed by anything, any of the gas, Mm -hmm. you can see that the place where they would be, like, kind of the high water mark of the gas on the ground uh-huh. against their knee has stained their skin 
kind of a blend of like black and purple. Interesting. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, after that, I just want to take a, I also want to take just a general scan around because if I remember correctly from the description, there's other vehicles and things mm-hmm. that are kind of. Yeah, in, a lot of disused. Yeah. Vehicles, so yeah. I want to take a look around to see if I see any movement in there. Like there are more that might be using these as either places to hide or, you know, tent city, but it's all trucks and shit like that. Right. And I can do another like notice if you want for that. No, I'll stick with your six. Um, there doesn't appear to be any movement in them. What you notice about the vehicles kind of gathered around the entrance is that pretty much all of them have been cracked open. Parts have been taken off. Gotcha. Uh, most of the hoods have been removed and bits of engine pulled out. So these are, we're looking for parts for something. We're getting parts off of whatever we can. These mm-hmm. are discarded extras. Yeah. Okay, cool. So at this point, we're not seeing a lot of like action happen after mm-hmm. a crossover of giving something that Phil's already hollered. Yeah, Filbert starts to walk I mean, up the ramp. That's actually what I was about to do. I feel like this is the situ- kind of situation where no response is a positive response until we see otherwise. I think it's also kind of a frightening and unusual response. But they seem to be unusual. Like, uh, Mr. Bashy. Yeah. I see you're going towards the, the structure here. Have you ever been inside before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of times. I mean, ah. like, for real, though? Yeah. So the response we are seeing now, is this is a positive response. This is a, it's okay. Yeah, Go this ahead. is, yeah, it seems fine. They seem totally cool. You usually mm-hmm. got to bring ah, a present? I didn't know or? if they would be okay with me bringing other people around, but they seem to not mind you guys. Interesting. And so, Hildy will kind of put a thumb up into the air. Okay. We did not talk about this as a high sign. Yeah. And she realizes that. But she knows that the drone is watching, and she's guessing that the guys will probably figure out that a thumbs up in the air might be a positive sign of something like, it's going well, mm-hmm. don't worry about us. And also, like, if you guys wanted to approach slowly, do with that as you will. But so far, things are good. I'm on board with that. Anton, Mackie, she has given us the ancient distress signal of her people. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Hopper, um, I took a snapshot with the drone. I'd I'd like you to take a look at it. And I I sent Hopper the uh, the data from the knee down, like black and blue, with every bit of chemical information that is plausible to get from the visual inspection that the drone could do, and I want to send that to Hopper. Mm-hmm. Big Nicky walked up encumbered like two hands on mm-hmm. a tray, but clearly moved non-dominant hand to like toss. I would like it this time, since we're not in a battle situation, for Big Nicky to ready. And is it possible, you guys have to tell me the rules of the game, to ready, there's a thermal blade and a mono sword to just literally put their hand on it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that it is just prepared. So readied equipment is a thing. It's a certain proportion of your like carrying capacity, but any like readied equipment means like weapons and items and yeah, whatever. It can, that it can are, immediately come out and be used. Yeah, like it, it requires no time or effort to procure them. Like all of Anton's firearms are just ready to equipment. So it's um, not really necessary. Yeah, yeah no, but we yeah, we get so you you have your But I would like hand. still just kinda like for Big Nicky to have no. one hand on Got it. Hilda's gonna go with Bashy with Felbert. I'm okay. I mean I'm cool with going straight in. Um, Nicky's following in too. And okay. As we get nearer to the two inside, if things don't change, if we don't have an additional response, 
Hildy does want to kind of move into one of them's space, into like their personal space, mm-hmm. and see what happens. And if she can, she wants to go all the way to making the gesture into the chest. Not strong and authoritative, but mm-hmm. like constant <clears throat> and moving in and pressing forward just to like move out of my way kind of a thing but not striding quickly and right she's gonna test that and see if she can complete that entire gesture okay she has dishonored us with a weak gesture (laughs) 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 hey Mackie, i I know it's like kind of a douchebag move to but do you mind backing into the space (laughs) Um, and uh the reasons being i would like and if you want us to make like pilot checks or whatever it requires Mm -hmm. i want to communicate with mackie and back in in such a way that the heavy machine gun is directly lined up with the hole okay that people are using as the you know gotcha okay so here's what i'm thinking uh anton how many of them burritos you got left like two, maybe, and I already ate like one and a half, so like <laughs> half of one. I'm like, fuck. Okay, I mean, I've fuck. given like five burritos out today, man. I understand. Just, well, whatever you got, hold on to it. Food seemed to work a little, so let's, uh, didn't Big Nicky leave anything in the oven? They don't trust us enough for that. No, but it still stayed preheated. Mackie's been watching. Yeah, it's uh, at a low enough temperature that it's just proofing. All right. But there are... So Big Nicky is still constrained by physical reasonableness. Sure. So there's still a handful of things like cooling All and right. chilling. Not a lot. They've Anything? taken most of it on their tray. So there... Yes. If you guys want a Pop-Tart, there's one. All right. So basically, <laughs> uh, Mackie's going to hand out Pop-Tarts to Anton. Whatever we've got that's edible, he hands it out to... Anton, Hopper, himself, Shank, and Squirtle. And Hopper immediately uh, moves it towards his mouth to start not, eating. No, no, that's, <laughs> oh. not, that's not for you. That's to make friends with. Big Nicky's not around, so Hopper has no <laughs> reason to pretend. Very well, I shall make friends like- with it. Good, very Tell good. me about your favorite movies. <laughs> and the Pop-Tart Hopper? says... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pop tart. <laughs> yeah, the pop tart that answers you—that one goes straight in the trash. <laughs> yeah. you, didn't, you didn't realize, like we all know that Katrina is obviously a stand-up, but like no one has yet seen her, her prowess when yeah. it comes to impressionism. It's quite good. I mean, excellent, a class. This is why you're on the show. You did a great right. job. I yeah. mean, that and the visual bit—that's what got you here. The only comic I've seen do a better pop tart is Tignotero. So that's <laughs> by the way, a pop tart is just a popover. Combined with a tart. All right. Okay. It's it's I'm, a very standard thing. So what you're saying is it's not copyrighted. We don't have to worry about. It's what I'm trying to like get yeah. away from the pop tart thing. All right. <laughs> can we can we even maybe call it a popover? There you go. A pop popover is All right. essentially I, I have made a toaster Mackie, pastry. Mackie uh, waves a strudel, if you will, but not that one. Mackie waves a popover around. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliano, we're gonna get all of them in as much as we can, then. Very casually, start shooting. Back the war wagon up to the gasoline and hook it up and very casually drive away. Okay. I mean, it, don't go far. You know what I'm saying. Right? Gotcha. And then leave everyone not in the war wagon? 
Don't worry about it. I got you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Actually, no, wait, but no, you no, raise no. a good point. You no, raise no. a good point. There's good no plan. way Dr. Kate is carrying Big Nikki out. <laughs> Don't worry about Dr. Kate. She'll find a way. You'll be okay. We're going to leave Squoidle in the war wagon to make sure they don't just fuck off once they've got the gasoline. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, we'll leave Shank. Squoidle, Squoidle, <laughs> you're with Anton. We need Shank. She's good. Let's leave Wang. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Wang is left at the site to make sure that... Oh. That yeah, the we water keep leaving people away. around. Behind and we don't sure even we have don't a Rin. That guy's dead. Yeah, we killed Rin. <laughs> All right, Squoidle, Shank, do your best Curly Howard impression. <laughs> You are too valuable to risk. Shank, you're coming with us. <laughs> All, right. All right. So with just popovers on full display, let me go back to uh, Kristen. Okay. You've, uh, you've, you guys are coming up the ramp, and they both kind of do the same thing where they kind of rise up. Their soft tissue rises. They look curiously at this tray of goodies. Mm-hmm. That are coming in with old Phil, their buddy. Is it like a coming to a uh, attention situation? Mm-hmm. Not like coming to aggressive, but like coming to attention. Yeah, the same way you would if you were at a party and the guy with the hors d'oeuvres came walking up. Or, yeah. When you're at work, he's not coming to you, but he's coming close like, enough. <laughs> well, I'm thinking when you're at work and the manager walks through and you're like, yeah, yeah. They're communicating right? with their body language exactly. that they are, they would yes. they could go for a. Uh, I, I like that, go for some caviar. Well, I like that Stan is revealing that he exclusively attends parties where people walk around with trays of hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, he said the words caviar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, if that's the case, I definitely want to say, as we're walking through, uh, Big Nicky is going to still keep a hand mm-hmm. on a weapon, but turn their body yeah. um, and do their best to, like, there. there's a communication mm-hmm. gap, but not... Yeah, they, they timidly both reach and wave, like, until lift they, something off the tray and... Take it and, and then rub it against their mouth holes. Okay. Good, good, yeah. good. And, and Big Nicky will be very pleased, of course. Yeah. And Phil kind of walks between them and into the station. Okay. I'm going to assume that you follow. And I'm, Kristen, I'm you... Testing yeah, the, I'm testing the poke thing. Yeah. Hildy pokes one of them while they're trying to eat their treat, mm-hmm. which anybody who has a dog knows is a bad idea because <laughs> they'll snap Actually, at you. Making up? a joke. You do whatever you want. You, uh, you reach out and touch one and it mm-hmm. eyes you suspiciously. And kind of looks at your finger on its chest. Okay. It's got this like hairless kind of clammy skin that feels like it gives when you touch. It has like almost a Play-Doh consistency. Like you you feel like if you wanted to shove your finger into their body, you could. You could. Like, okay. Interesting. Um, and it kind of watches your finger for a little bit. So as she sees that. Hildy is going to, because what she's thinking is that what he observed was was a physical telling someone to get out of the way. Like, she has very little context for what he's told her. Mm-hmm. But as she yeah, does nobody that... nobody ever tells her to get out of the way. She's Yeah, right? But as she does that, and feeling the squishiness, she's going to soften the gesture by moving her whole hand so that it's less of an intense poke and more just... Because she doesn't know what the feeling situation is. Mm-hmm. And she's not trying to be aggressive. Moving the finger to a widespread hand, pushing them... And saying move okay. and she's associating the gesture with the sound that she's making and then following through with that to see if like they respond to the gesture as get out of my way and now she's associating 
the sound that she's making with right. that movement. Okay. It does not react to the gesture as if you're telling it to move. Gotcha. Okay. So it seems not to either, it, either it doesn't have that association or it specifically is not going to move for you. You don't know which of okay. those two is gotcha. the case. But it does, uh, it reaches up with its hand. Okay. And pats you kind of on top of the head. Okay. And it's just kind of reaching around with its hand and you're kind of getting like, it's not sexual, but you're kind of getting felt up by this goonie. Like he's touching you everywhere, <laughs> feeling your body almost as if trying to find something. Like a, how a blind person would like feel yes, someone's sure. face to recognize That's exactly them. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Or like a communal organism that's seeking an aperture to uh, meld with. Could be. Dr. Kite. Yes, Big Nikki. Give me your hand. And then take your hand mm-hmm. and insist that you mimic mm-hmm. that wide hand push. And then physically step aside and... Even say, oh, well, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Hildy will participate in that with her other Mm -hmm. hand. I am also, like, unless she feels a sense of, like, physical squishing Mm -hmm. of her head. Like, she's not concerned by this. She's like, okay, this is a process of each of us are feeling out the situation Mm -hmm. and the other entity. Very literally. And since it's not seeming to react negatively to her hand, like pushing it in into her skin, she actually is going to like, okay, maybe there's something in here. <laughs> right. And like, maybe there's goodies. Move around a little bit and see yeah. what she can feel. Okay. You know. And your hand comes up against like, uh, it, it never penetrates the flesh into anything beyond, but you can get to just a thin layer of skin between your fingertips and its rib bones and stuff. Okay, like gotcha. You can feel around on its like skeleton almost as you're reaching it. Okay. And there are bits of like grit and like sandy textured external contaminants in its flesh. Okay. You just feel with your hands as you're touching it. Gotcha. Um, that seem to have been like absorbed into the skin. Yeah. And yeah, Hildy's going to keep engaging in this activity until she gets a negative feedback. So she's going to try like different movements on her hand against the mm-hmm. rib cage. She's going to try, you know, like, but basically I'm, I'm not going to narrate the whole thing, yeah. but she's going to keep trying stimuli until right. it seems like there's some, and I'd like to add in like, if different Hildy finds it useful to mimic things with big Nicky mm-hmm. and try to like demonstrate when cool. I do this, I want this, like this gotcha. is the, so while y'all are doing this, this is a good point to cut back to the other guys who yeah. are watching all this play out. I just wanted to say, uh, congratulations, this is the very most unsettling encounter that you have crafted <laughs> this entire campaign. So, I, yeah. I imagined, like, in terms of the sensation, if you've ever dropped a piece of duct tape on, like, a super dirty floor and then yeah. picked it up, the way you're talking about, like, the detritus that's within yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah, or if you did it with Silly Putty and then folded it and... Mush it all together so that the that dirt was still in it. Oh, fucking like, monster. If you've, if you've ever, like, eaten chips and then had a stick of gum. Yeah. Oh, then, oh, oh, yeah. Or if, it's horrible, right? Or if you have a nine-year-old who gets thinking putty and then, like, Ugh. dredges it across the floor and then folds it around a bunch. <laughs> and then sorry. makes a mask for you and puts it on your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that. Yep. So, yeah, we uh, were approaching the packed earth ramp up into the entrance. Okay, so the gas container trailer is not up on the ramp. It's like before you get to the Silver City, kind of in in um, this little like lot of disused vehicles. What I was hoping would happen is that me, Hopper, Anton, and Squidle, we go ahead on foot. And then once we are in the city, hopefully drawing any lookouts, 
behind us gotcha then brilliana shank and any of the other sponge munchers that are back on the death gotcha. wag for cutie excuse me mongos i'm sticking with sponge muncher man I like okay it. so you guys are going to approach where they're already talking to the uh goodies. i just yeah i just want to posit that wherever we end up parking the death wag before we get out on foot it should be like Basically, where they can just lower the tow hitch and pull the gas away. Yes. Like it's 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 okay. like a an issue of like ten seconds to cool. fucking hook it up. Before we go in, Hopper wants to like scan the upper greebles of the uh, the city mm-hmm. and see if there are any other goonies up there. Okay, give me a notice check. Also, could you tell me whether or not greebles is a word? It is. It it's is. Uh, what model makers like prop makers for uh, movies that make spaceships. Mm-hmm. Used to refer to the surface texture that looks like little conduit and so like the Star Destroyer, like or the the Death Star when it has all those metal bits all over. I, it. I have this image in my head of a of a like period sci fi film called Anne of Green Greebles. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. good. That would be awesome. You are the title master. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try. Sorry. Uh, continue. Uh, that's a five. Okay. Uh, no, we don't notice any. Gotcha. Okay, so you guys back the. Deathwag for cutie up to where you can hitch the gas tank to it. And Before then um, who all is hopping off to go up to the ramp where everybody else is? Well, uh, the way that I thought it was going to work is that me, Anton, Hopper, and Squirtle like, the Deathwag stays where it is until okay. we're already like Okay, in gotcha, thing. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, Anton, Squirtle, Mackie, and Hopper. And Hopper, okay. Hop- Hopper's uh, not going to let Anton and Mackie out of his side. Gotcha. I want to, like, smack the side of the oil tanker and make sure that it hasn't already been drained, because that seems important. Cool. Uh, so you guys are approaching the gas tank. Anton. Yes. Give me a... What's the... Is it dodge save? Uh, uh, we have evasion. 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 Give me evasion save. Sorry, I play a bunch of different games. You are all good. And they all have saving um, throws. I need different to beat an 11 on a d20. Yep. Beat or meet, I believe. Yep. Nope. No, sure didn't. Anton suddenly vanishes from sight as you guys are walking across the plane. He plunges beneath the gas. Hot you can- damn, finally. I've been waiting for this for <laughs> fucking months. Thank you and congratulations for listening to another scintillating episode of the Astronomica podcast. I know you're still sad about Anton's grisly and unnecessarily explicitly described death, but don't worry. Anton, too, the Cajuner one, <laughs> will be back next week. Man, I don't talk about them biscuits and crawdads, man. <laughs> Can I get a, ah, yeah? Man, no, 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 shit. That one's from Maine. <laughs> if you'd like to join us for further off-mic shenanigans, you can find a link to our Discord on www.astronomicapodcast.com, where you'll also find links to all of our other social media, including our Instagram, which you really need to follow. for uh, <laughs> True peace and tranquility. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it gives you... Uh, the purest expression of zen that Instagram can impart. I find that Instagram is really all about what's happening in the negative space, you know? Yes, yeah. negative space would be an apt description of our <laughs> Instagram feed. It's about the posts you don't make. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Jazz. Are we on LiveJournal or Friendster? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Cool. <laughs> we have a GeoCities page. Yeah. 
There's a MySpace page. There's a, a Bebo page. <laughs> we we were on the Tor protocol dark web, but uh, somehow our site got hijacked, and now it's just a place where the Papa John CEO buys foot pics. <laughs> so if you need to make some extra cash, you can go there. And speaking of extra cash, if you have some and you want to give us some, uh, you can find a link to our Patreon at astronomicapodcast.com. Or you could go to patreon.com slash astronomicapodcast, and you will be blown away with sheer amazement by the prizes that await you there. Speaking of segues, it's time for me to motor on out of here. So uh, have a good week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.